0: Welcome to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live, or your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution, with breaking news, culture, manic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. Crazy last couple of days. Uh, Binance was sued by the SEC on Monday. This was not a coincidence. Came out on Tuesday that Coinbase, uh, which is a publicly traded company in the United States, is was is also being sued by the SEC for selling unregistered securities today's gonna to be a very special show we i actually brought on a fellow co- co-worker of mine from swan bitcoin the man the myth the legend himself terrence he has a legal background and he's going to be explaining and talking a lot about uh, what the legal ramifications uh, of this are going to be and i think a lot of people they hear they they see the headline news but they don't understand how long this process actually takes out like how long uh you know uh the the these lawsuits take uh take to play out so terrence is going to explain some of that today so very happy to have him on the show terrence how you doing
1: awesome may we live in interesting times thanks for having me nico
0: Happy to have you on the show. And of course, my legendary co-host, always optimistic, always wakes up with a giant smile on his face. How are you doing, Opti?
2: I am doing wonderful. I don't think I've never been more at peace than where we are right now. You know, I've been saying for a while on the show, I wouldn't want to be a shit coiner holding... oops. Before, oops, I cussed in the first two minutes. I'm sorry, Nico, YouTube's (laughs) going to wreck us. I would not want to be holding altcoin bags right now because they seemingly are heavier than a black hole at this moment. So I hope you guys are in the safety of sats at this point because it's looking like it's going to get bloody and crazy out there. 100%.
0: And during the culture, we're going to focus on our guest, Justin, who's also joining us today. How are you
2: doing, Justin? Great, man. Thanks for having me. Happy to have you on the show. So Opti, why don't you tell everybody what we're going to cover during the culture? Well, we had Justin on about a month ago or so, maybe two months. I don't remember. You know, block Height's the only time that I count in. And uh, he wanted to update us on a bunch of stuff that he's been working on, some of the the legal things going on in different states, various states. And I don't know. We'll see if we get bullish or bearish. I know you got some some you had some bearish news, and I think we might have some bullish nudes moving in. So we'll save that for the future. And I'll just tee you up, Justin, and you can just uh, rant or take it wherever you want to go absolutely all right
0: everybody no more delay let's jump straight into the numbers let's do it the bitcoin numbers brought to you by noddle at this point you should be running your own bitcoin node if you don't use your own bitcoin node you're trusting someone else's run your own version of bitcoin core the lightning network whirlpool and dojo all from the comfort of your own home and If you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, guys, I also want to tell you about the largest Bitcoin conference on the face of the earth, Bitcoin 2024. That's right. It's not going to be in Miami this year. It's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. The year of the having is going to be Bitcoin 2024. The largest Bitcoin conference on the face of the earth is going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. It's going to be from July 25th through the 27th. Take advantage of the early bird tickets. Uh, GA is only going around for $299. Industry days for $749. And if you're a whale, you can get the whale pass for $4,499 and you can take advantage of the promo code simply to get yourself a big discount. At the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 26,150. Sats per dollar, 3,824. Block height, 793,144. Reachable Bitcoin node, 17,096. Blocks to having, 46,856. Having estimates, April 20th, 2024. Total Lightning Network capacity, 5,339. Bitcoin capacity value, 139 million US dollars. Realized monetary inflation, my favorite stat out of all of this, because it takes fiat currencies to absolute school, 1.76%, and the market capitalization of Bitcoin currently, it's at $507 billion with a B. Before we jump into the news, I want to play this clip uh, by a friend of ours, the founder of Azteco, Beautyon, absolutely love his work, love him as a human being as well. And, uh, you know, he's he's commenting on this video of Opti's ex-girlfriend, Christine Lagarde, and uh, he Here's some, some, here's some uh, original thought from Beauty on. He says, inflation is an increase in the supply of money and the supply of money is under the direct control of the state. They will do and say anything, including that inflation is caused by phases of the moon to distract people from grasping the truth. Absolutely vile. Let me play the clip from Christine Lagarde and then we will respond to it.
3: Contribution of profit to inflation, which had gone a little bit missing for a very simple reason, which which has to do with the fact that we don't have as much and as good data on profit as we do on wages. I think that if I had the choice, I would um, like to improve our data on profit uh, on on an aggregate basis, as well as on a more granular basis to really fully understand and appreciate um, the the, uh, transmission of the cost push that was suffered by many corporate sectors into final prices. We have observed uh, late in 22, and certainly early in 23, that over the course of the year 2022, certain sectors in particular of the economy had taken advantage of, (coughs) as you said, the mismatch between supply, constrained by bottlenecks, and demand, enhanced by recovery, and a situation of everybody is in the same position, we're all going to increase prices, which can be concerted practice, which can be just market driven practices. And in those circumstances, those sectors have taken advantage to push cost through entirely without squeezing on margins, and for some of them, to push prices higher than just the uh, cost push. Uh, would have resulted from the imported uh, inflation. I think that it's important that competition authorities could actually look at those behaviors. And I would certainly regard that as perfectly called for in order to fully understand and appreciate the legitimacy of some practices or the concerted practices if they apply.
0: That is absolutely freaking insane. Inflation is caused... By profits uh and at the very end right the totalitarianness kind of slipped out it kind of came out it's like you know we kind of have to rail that in we have to look into regulation somehow because you know they can't be profit uh, gouging this is this is crazy you know that that's a cause for inflation but we all know as bitcoiners the cause for inflation is because they printed more money right and and, and it's exactly what beauty on said this is absolutely vile stuff terrence uh what are your thoughts on this? When 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 you're hearing uh, Christine Lagarde, I, this is if you want to look up the definition of gaslighting in a dictionary, that video will pop up if, if that dictionary has video. Anyways, <laughs> Terence, what are your thoughts on this, man?
1: Uh, so there's a term highly regarded in Bitcoin, which means uh, highly. Are we allowed to say the word or is the YouTube going to? Uh, we prefer pre-
0: that, that, Let, that, that, that. word is, that, That's one of the words that cannot be spoken. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought. So um, some bit, I thought I was so clever back in the day when I came up with highly lagarded, but then I was like trying to figure out on Twitter if I was the first one to come up with that. But no, many people had come up. So she's a highly lagarded. I don't really pay attention to what she's saying. There are often hilarious tweets from the, whoever is running the ECB Twitter account, um, they just say very stupid things sometimes. But yeah, uh, these fiat people, they do not have your best interests in mind. Yeah, That's something to keep in mind. And everything they say is to help themselves and their cronies, the banks that they end up working at or their bankster friends or whatever. It's all to help themselves and their friends.
0: 100% and, and also like the complexity of the language like trying to like kind uh-huh. of beat around the bush not really saying the quiet quiet part out loud we played you a video guy we played you a video guys of Christy Friedland or Erica Friedland I think is her name right and she was the she was right next to Trudeau and she was the one that made the announcement to freeze the accounts of Canadians and she was saying something very similar right she's like a lot like a lot of Canadians have excess savings how do we get access to those excess savings you know but they use this political jargon to kind uh-huh. of guise or obfuscate the fact that hey uh you know the theft that's going on the decrease in purchasing power that's not our that's not our fault it's the it's your fault you're making too much money you're asking for higher wages you're you're yeah. profiting too much. What completely deflecting from the fact that they're the sole, they're the sole cause of this inflation. They added more money to the Mm -hmm. money supply. Um, anyways, I want to get Justin's take and then we'll move on to Opti.
4: Yeah. Uh, that's incredible. Um, I think I saw someone in the chat say word salad, uh, completely obfuscation. And, you know, I think, I think it's maybe highlighting that they're losing control of the narrative and, and the actual mechanics of, of what's going on here. And, you know, just another uh, phrase that caught my attention that I think is actually just kind of disgusting in terms you know, just reveals their mindset is competition authorities, right? Like who are these, who is the competition authorities? Who, who are the ones that are in charge of dictating, you know, what, free market principles are allowed to arise and what companies can charge for products and how much those products should cost I mean it's it's Soviet style to the to the worst and <laughs> sorry Opti
2: but she's not my favorite. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Opti. What, what were you thinking when you when when you dated Chrissy? Like, did you know these things?
2: I've told you guys before. I tried to get close to the Canteon insider effect. It didn't work out. I couldn't last. No, but guys, for real, like, this is why I dumped Chrissy because everyone knows that inflation is caused simply by the expansion of the money supply, and she continues to spew these word salads to confuse the everyday person. And this is something I could just never agree with. You know, I tried. I really tried to get close to the money printer but it, I, it just i have principles and my heart couldn't withstand all of this highly regarded talk um because guys like let, being serious and now, and a now little she's bit,
0: seeking revenge <laughs> she,
2: you know being being a little serious you know um it is absolutely amazing that christine lagarde continues to uh, have these word salads to cover for theft on a global level and, and absolutely gaslight the average person out there. I say it all the time. Keynesian economics is complicated on purpose. And this is one of the reasons why I really do love Bitcoin and Austrian economics, uh, in general is because it simplifies everything and you don't have these mental knots where you just get confused and you don't understand what's going on. You know, I say it all the time, if I can understand it, then I know you can too. But like Terrence said, uh, the unproductive class does not have your best interest in mind. And I think this is something that we just try to continue to beat down in people's minds continuously on this show. It's like, think for yourself, opt out of this madness, save in Bitcoin, because the fiat world is literally designed to steal from you. And it's it's incredible that most people don't understand this. And only Bitcoiners are the crazy ones that like are continuously talking about this. Because it's so simple. Once you unplug from all of the word salads, all of the buzzwords, it is super simple. Fiat is literally designed to steal from you. What do we always ask, Nico? Uh, Why are we being forced to use a money that is designed to steal from us? And this is the status quo, and this is the type of gaslighting that the everyday person has to deal with coming from corporate press, from politicians, from central bankers. It's absolutely atrocious and disgusting, and this is why we're Bitcoiners. Take back your money, opt out of this madness, save in Bitcoin, take Bitcoin into self-custody. And you don't have to listen to these lizards on the screen in scarves. Come on. <laughs> and I, I just want to add to, you know, uh,
0: to the 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 end part of what Opti was saying about the corporate press. Like, you have to understand, guys, we the Internet has empowered us uh, individuals. You are the media now. Right. So Terrence has a pretty big Twitter following. Opti, you have a pretty big Twitter following. I have a decent sized Twitter following. You know, you, any any. You use your platform, use your agency, every tweet that you like, uh, every comment that you put in the ECB when they try to gaslight you, when Chrissy Lagarde goes out and says, hey, you know, it's people asking for more uh, for more money. That's the cause of inflation. You point it out. Put it in the comment section. It's very effective. It's so effective to the point. Remember when the Wall Street, uh, sorry, not the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times came out. And they released a propaganda hit piece, basically saying that, you know, Bitcoin mining is responsible for all these environmental woes. And then what did what did Pierre Richard do from Riot? He just posted a video there, basically trolling them, putting a CO2 meter behind a, a, an ASIC saying, you know what? ASIC miners don't cause any CO2. What did the New York Times try to do? They tried to use the community note feature to fact check him. And what did the Bitcoin community do? They fought back and they downvoted that community note and they got it removed. This is information narrative trench warfare on the battlegrounds of the internet each one of you guys matter each like each tweet that you like each post that you make each meme that you make each video that you make uh, do every cafe bitcoin episode that you do it all counts it all counts we're trying to win over the hearts and minds of the masses beauty on said it best in that tweet Right. He said at the very end, they will do and say anything, including that inflation is caused by phases of the moon to distract people from grasping the truth. And the truth is that people don't have to use a money that steals from them. Don't it's not left versus right. It's green versus orange. Anyways, everybody, no more delay. I want to focus the entire news segment on the breaking news of yesterday and today. And I want to take advantage of Terrence, who has a legal background to uh, to kind of go back and forth and ask him some questions. Anyways, everybody, let's jump into the news. Let's do it.
4: The Daily News.
0: The Daily News is brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Check out the brand new limited edition color, the transparent green Jade. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air gap Bitcoin transactions, scan and display QR codes directly on the device, assign transactions and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software such as Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream J today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. All right, guys, before we jump into the news, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, the Orange Pill App. The Orange Pill App is building the social layer for Bitcoin. As crazy as this sounds, without the people, Bitcoin is just ones and zeros. Bitcoin is the people. Bitcoin is you. It's me. It's Opti. It's Satoshi. It's Terence. It's Justin. Download the Orange Pill App for iOS or Android and connect with other Bitcoiners in real life today. Find other plebs that live near you and you can go into the app totally anon and search for other Bitcoiners by common interests. Orange Pill App is also the world's biggest repository for Bitcoin only events. If you want to meet Bitcoiners, Bitcoiners in real life, this is the app for you. We really appreciate all the messages that Opti and I are getting. Downloads the Orange Pill app today. Connect with other Bitcoiners in real life. In real life is it's real. You know, I know that everyone's just kind of hanging out on Twitter and Doing all this stuff, but uh, it's important that you you do things in real life as well. Anyways. Get off the black mirror. <laughs> so I want to focus this segment uh, exclusively on the news that it happened. And I'm going to go back and forth with Terrence. I'm going to read some headlines. I want to get Terrence's thoughts on this. So the big news yesterday, which we did a, a, an incredible live stream, by the way, on the Swan Swan Bitcoin channel is an emergency uh, live stream. I think we had Corey, we had Lynn, we had Preston. It was great. Terrence was in there as well. We had Sam, Steven Lipka. It was great. Uh, but we want to cover that today on Simply. So here's a headline from the Wall Street Journal. SCC says Binance misused customer funds ran illegal, illegal crypto exchange in the U.S. So that came out on Monday. And what came out today was SEC sues Coinbase over exchange and staking programs. Uh, I might add, we did a video on this. Uh, maybe the 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 title was a little bit hyperbolic, but we told you so. We said Coinbase stock might go to zero. And the reason we are we making that argument is we know that the vast majority of Coinbase's revenue comes from unregistered securities. And that's what the SEC came out today and said that Coinbase is selling uh, unregistered security. So before I hand it on to Terrence, uh, let me break down the four key component uh, complaints from the Coinbase lawsuit. Shout out to Eleanor Tourette, who broke it down. Uh, she said Coinbase has operated as an unregistered broker since at least 2019. Two, Coinbase has d- deprived investors of disclosures and protections that come from registration, exposing them to significant risk. Three, crypto assets that Coinbase makes available on its platforms puts Coinbase's operations, quote, secure. Uh, squarely within the purview of the securities, tokens named, which is a very, very big deal because in the Binance uh, suit and in the Coinbase suit, there was a lot of very popular shit coins that were named, including Cardano. And I think uh, Sam Callahan did a great tweet this morning, where he said that Ethereum was mentioned uh, in the in the official complaint. Right. Ethereum because, you know, Coinbase is offering the 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 staking program. So I'm going to pass it on to Terence. Terence, what are your thoughts on this? What are the what are the overall implications of of what is going on in the last two days?
1: Yeah. So um, my thoughts are the market is starting to realize, number one, that Bitcoin could benefit from this. And that's why I think Bitcoin is up 1.55% today um, to 26,149.60, even though the SEC has done what? Charged two of the biggest crypto exchanges back to back with um, being unregistered securities exchanges, uh, doing these clearing agency things and broker- brokerage stuff as well as in today's um, case, uh, going after Coinbase in connection with their staking as a service program saying that they did an unregistered offer and sale of securities. Doesn't mean you can't do it, just means you have to go through the hoops which are significant, very expensive, and a lot of disclosure to make it, give uh, the US retail and US invest, other US investors enough information so they can make an informed decision based on the materials you provide in your registration statement, also known as an S-1. So these are very serious charges. In both cases, they have sought injunctive relief, meaning the, the situation is so bad that if a judge assumes, this is by law, if you assume that the allegations that the SEC made in their complaint against both Binance and Coinbase are correct, then you as a judge need to determine if there is irreparable harm to US investors. And if you think there is, then you're gonna grant this injunctive relief. That's like a restraining order. So that's pretty unusual. Um, They've done it before. They did it successfully with cracking. In February of this year and the SEC got Kraken to agree to stop uh, staking as a service program because it was considered an unregistered offer and sale of securities Um, I think they're gonna go after Gemini as well for this that's the rumor I'm hearing but yeah bottom line horrible for all coins should be good long-term great for obviously in my opinion great for um, Bitcoin long-term, meaning five years are out. But even in the short term, we're seeing the markets so far react and starting to understand that Bitcoin is very different from these altcoins. Bitcoin stands alone. It is the only asset that is credibly finite and unstoppable and hard to take away. Hard to censor, hard to take away or confiscate. 100%.
0: 100%. And, and I, I want to, and thanks for that, Terrence. And I, and I want to mention uh, and g- shout out to Joe Nakamoto. He did a great, uh, you know, sometimes graphics are more effective than text. And here are some of the, it's after two minutes, so I could say it bluntly, here are some of the shit coins that were called securities in the two lawsuits. Very, very popular ones, I might add in here. So we have Adam, BNB, BUSD, Cody, we have Solana, we have Cardano, we have Matic, we have Filecoin, we have Sand, we have Amana, we have Algo, we have AXS, we have CHZ, Near Flow, ICP, VGX, Dash, and Nexo. All of them, the you know, the the SEC has come out. And basically said, those tokens are securities. Now, if you guys have been tuning into Simply Bitcoin, uh, we've been telling you this for many, many months. This was going to happen uh, because he was literally telling you Uh, how he felt about a lot of these altcoins. Gary Gensler has gone out to say, quote, "Uh, everything else other than Bitcoin is a security. Uh, Gensler's statement reflects the SEC's long-held view that many cryptocurrencies and digital assets are securities under US law. So Terrence, I want to take advantage Mm -hmm. of the fact that you're here. Could you tell the audience what exactly, what is it about these tokens that makes them a security? And what is it about Bitcoin that makes it not a security?
1: Sure. So basically, it comes down to the Howey test, which is a legal test in the U.S. to determine if something is a security under federal law. Here's what's interesting. The Howey test actually related to orange groves. Orange groves by themselves are obviously not securities, but you can make an offer and sale of something related to orange groves that is a security in the in the Howey test, this related to And you can just honestly replace any altcoin with orange groves. But this related to um, a group of individuals, a company that was basically promoting a fractionalized interest, right? So you have an orange grove that by itself might be worth, let's just call it $100,000 to keep the math simple, simple. And you're selling off um, 100 pieces of it, so $1,000 each. And you're expecting that the farmer or whoever take, is taking care of the orange grove, the effort you're, you, as an investor, expecting that based on the efforts of others, you will make a return. Because why else are you giving money to this thing? So securities include what stocks and bonds. And I don't want to get into that because I think that's pretty obvious what they are. But bottom line, you are doing a security if you um, fractionalize or. St- offer staking as a service, where staking is what? A lot of Bitcoiners don't know this. I had to refresh my memory. Not your fault. You're avoiding all coins, which is good. But staking as a service is basically you take these coins, you give up um, the right to move it around, sell it right away, and give it up for some period of time in order to return, earn a return on that crypto. So that staking can't do it with Bitcoin. You can do it with Ethereum and many other coins. And that is what an offer or sale of something that is an unregistered. It's an unregistered offer or sale that violates U.S. securities laws. Does that sort of make sense? Yeah, it
0: it, it makes it it does make sense. And then also, right, the fact that, you know, the a lot of these altcoins, right, for example, the case with Ethereum, it had a massive uh, presale. Right. Uh, you know, the vast yes. majority of the supply is Bingo. held by the founders and that is completely different with with Bitcoin. The founder just disappeared. Uh he left, right? People have, you know, they, they mm-hmm. speculate on how much Bitcoin Satoshi owns, but in reality no one really, really knows, right? So that's a mm-hmm. that's another component. I don't know if you want to add to that, Terrence.
1: I do. So the another difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum is With Bitcoin, there's no pre-mine, meaning Satoshi had to literally mine Bitcoin just like everybody else. And he did, you know, as any creator might do, post about the Bitcoin and why it was novel and posted the white paper in a cypherpunk group with all these other cryptographers on sort of creating um, a, a digital money that was hard and credibly finite. Um, Adam Back and others had um, seen so many of these fail, and so Adam didn't take it seriously because so many efforts were made. But for the first time in history, you have something that's credibly finite, hard to censor, hard to confiscate, no double spend, all that stuff. And basically, bottom line, it really comes down to do you give yourself And your VC friends and your PR people, a giant portion or even a small portion of the allocation, or do you have to work for it? And once you publicize it, even though only a small number of people know about it, you're still giving the world a chance to find out about it. And anybody can mine Bitcoin back in the day. So that's why. It's not a security because the security just has four simple elements. I'll just go through them quickly. This is the Howey test. Number one, investment of money. That was true with Bitcoin, and um, and Ethereum. But in addition, you needed a common enterprise. The Ethereum Foundation literally ha- posts about like corporate Ethereum or Ethereum like uh, private Ethereum. So that makes it look like it's centralized. And also the way they do rollbacks and deferred italic makes it look very centralized. Satoshi is gone. So maybe it started a little bit centralized, but now it's quite centralized. And then there's an expectation of profit based on the efforts of others. Those are three and four. So I think with Ethereum, it was a security. It became less of a security. But because of lobbying... And all their other shenanigans, buying off um, politicians and regulators by giving them jobs, but um, this would be done by people like Barry Silbert and Andreessen Horowitz um, by giving them jobs at VC companies and Coinbase and other kind of Ethereum-related enablers. You have this co-option of U.S. elected officials and regulators and prosecutors. And so they're not going to go after Ethereum at this point realistically. That's why I think Ethereum has been, I hate to say this, but excluded from both the Binance and SEC lawsuit. Um, even though Ethereum staking as a service, the offer, the fractionalization of Ethereum where you're kind of taking someone's Ethereum, your, your customer's Ethereum, Coinbase customer gives, them the, gives Coinbase the Ethereum, they... they you earn interest on it you give up some rights for a period of time that is an offer and sale of something that's an unregistered security but that doesn't mean Ethereum itself is an unregistered security it's a little counterintuitive but it's just like orange groves are not are, are not securities but you can offer um ownership related to orange groves by selling a fractionalized interest and let other people do the work this company right um Produce orange groves, produce oranges every year. That is a security. So hopefully that makes sense to people. If not, just keep reading about it. Um, I think Wikipedia is a good source. I don't really like Investopedia though. In this case, they seem to be correct.
0: Yeah, and then I appreciate that, Terrence. And yeah, and, and you pointed it out, right? And you know, and, and Joe Nakamoto noticed it as well, right? I'm a bit confused as to why ETH has been left off the SEC's list of securities. political and
1: practical. Yeah, ultimately, the the regulators, even though um, Gensler might believe Ethereum is a security, which it is, um, he's not going to go after it practically. And division heads for jobs as they rotate out of uh, the SEC to make millions of dollars a year at Coinbase or some crypto law firm, including... The top law firms or teach at, I hate to say it, my alum, Harvard Law School or Sanford Law School. It's a very corrupt kind of um, uh, revolving door. So yeah, they're not going to give that up easily. And they can hide behind the fact that some time has passed. Uh, SEC Commissioner Hinman did that speech back in the day, lifting words that were provided by, I believe, a Chico- Alcoin Center, or a Coin Center, as they're they call themselves but they're really an altcoin center and yeah it's just um it's uh, it's it's a little fraternity yeah. And we, we are not part of it.
0: It's a, it's a, what's a George, uh, George Carlin quote? It's a big club and we're not in it. Um, Correct. Anyway, yeah. so I, speaking of politics, I want to focus mm-hmm. on this as well. And I don't want to get your take, Terrence, um, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, in the scary, the, 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 you know, some, some scary wording. uh uh-huh. goes on to say the US, uh, the SEC uh, chair, uh, chair Gary Gensler took to live television on Tuesday to say that there is no need for digital currencies. Quote, we don't need more digital currencies. We already have digital currency. It's called the U.S. dollar. It's called the euro. It's called the yen. They're all digital now," said Gensler on CNBC Squawk Box. And the reason I'm bringing it up and and uh, you know saying that I want to get your take, Terrence, right, is a sure. lot of Bitcoiners are, are scared now that you know, fine, like the the you know big government is now taking their the, the shit coins are in the crossfires. You could mm-hmm. say they have they have all the, they have the right excuse, right? You know, these are securities a lot of Bitcoiners are fearing that hey you know how long until they you know they turn their sites on the bitcoin industry which a lot of people if, if you're not initiated you commingle you say bitcoin and crypto it's the same thing of course bitcoiners know that isn't the case you know a lot of people are not educated on that those comments by genser worry me a little bit and it kind of it's kind of echoing the statements that were coming out of the the white house you know specifically uh-huh. in the presidential economic report that came out earlier on this year i think uh, i think in Mar- it came out in march uh, the White House dedicated 20 entire pages making the case as to why central banks are necessary as to as to so why they believe that the future of money in the eyes of the U.S. government is central bank digital currencies and currencies that have a state. Right. You can't have a currency without a state. Also, the IRS uh, redefined Uh it, they change the definition from digital currencies to digital assets, right? So the redefinition of words is very, mm-hmm. very important. You control words, you control people. So I want to get your take on that, Terrence. Is that something that worries you a little bit? Is, uh, is Gensler playing politics here?
1: He's definitely paying, playing politics. I wouldn't say worried. It's a cause for concern in the short term. Look, long term, um, Bitcoin is it's Bitcoin's race to lose. It's not guaranteed. But long-term Bitcoin looks incredible because it's credibly finite, hard to stop, hard to censor. And nothing else is like it. It's divisible. You can self-verify. Gold is highly regarded because, you know, I don't know if some folks in China or Russia or wherever are making gold bars that are gold-plated with tungsten underneath with the exact same density, look and feel, and kind of, you know, feels the same in your hand. I've Touched uh, gold coins by people who are kind of gold bugs. (laughs) And I'm like, I have no idea what's underneath this, what could be gold plating. So bottom line, um, yeah, cause for concern in the short term, long term, it's Bitcoin's race to lose. And as long as we stay focused, keep our eye on the ball, um, it should be okay. Meaning we continue to support Bitcoin devs to do what? Debug, write the code, and maybe work towards... Uh, b- privacy on layer one, we should be fine, but back to Gensler, yeah, I think he 's being a political animal. He left out Bitcoin. I wonder if the IRS is changed it to digital assets so, so they could go after um, or or just um, kind of have a broader um, reach that you know maybe um, Bitcoin is not considered digital currency because some of us might argue that it's really a digital asset right now i mean, store of value not, not ready for unit of unit of account or medium of exchange also if you think about most currencies right they tend to preserve their short term store of values so the us dollar is popular in argentina venezuela and other hyperinflation countries why because the us dollar tends to be worth the same day to day Even though long term or even in the course of a year, it debases and devalues, constant debasement and devalue. But, you know, over, you know, 24 hours, it's not going to really change that much compared to Bitcoin, which is highly volatile in U.S. dollar terms or other current, you know, kind of national or state state issue currencies, uh, fiat currencies. They tend to go up and down um, quite a bit like Bitcoin and other other crypto.
0: Yeah. And it's it's kind of like this, you know, it it provides this false sense of stability. Right. Uh, Correct. You know, for an Argentine, it's yeah, a slow the U- bleed. it's a slow <laughs> bleed. Right. For an Argentine, the U.S. dollar. Yeah, it's maintaining value. Right. Yeah. But if you yeah. zoom out a little bit, no, it's not. Fiat currencies are designed to go down and to the right while Bitcoin is designed to go up and to the right. Um, correct anyways uh terrence thank you so much for for joining us today uh terrence by the way is a managing director at swan uh if you're a high net worth individual please reach out to terrence Uh, i'm assuming terrence your your twitter dms are open uh you can contact Twitter dms
1: are open at ty on clubhouse awesome awesome well thank you so much for for joining
0: us today terrence we really really appreciate it thank you
1: welcome great to be here take care all right
0: take care (laughs) So a uh, short little recap, guys, right? Um, if, uh, you know, the industry will will never be the same uh, in, in the US, the, the, the days of the ICOs are, are over. The days of, you know, all these so-called cryptos being added to exchanges in the US, those days are over. You're seeing a flight of, you know, Bit. Uh, BitTrek said that they're stopping their operations in the US, uh, Binance is under fire, uh, Gemini is under fire, uh, now, Coinbase, uh, the reason that Coinbase is so significant is because it is a publicly traded company. Uh, they have a tremendous amount of lobbying power. You have uh, pictures of Brian Armstrong every other day. He's taking pictures in Washington, D.C., and they still went after them. And they said, hey, you're selling unregistered securities. Now, of course, the paranoid Bitcoiner in me is saying, you know, this is just uh, it's, this is the Trojan horse. Right. Uh, you know, th- do they actually really care? Um, and then the other side of me is like, look, like the, the reality is that the crypto industry is not playing by the same standards as a traditional financial system. Um, you know, in the traditional financial system, there's a clear division between a broker and a custodian. Uh, crypto exchanges function as both really, you know, Coinbase or Binance, they they're really brokers and custodian. This causes a bit of moral hazard. Right. Um, so, yeah, man, this is uh, this is some crazy, crazy stuff. I I, I did not exaggerate in the title. I think crypto is done in the US. I think it's going to be very, very difficult for anyone to just spin up a token uh, and list it on one of these exchanges. I think the hurdles are going to be so high. I think the cryptos that do exist currently, you know, obviously those exchanges like Binance and Coinbase that, you know, uh, built their whole business models uh, around selling little shit. Uh, obviously, they're going to try to fight and protect their moat. Um, that's very, very clear. Now, the only thing that I'm curious about and we're going to see this play out is whether this is just going to stop here or, you know, they're you know, they're going to say the quiet part out loud in a couple years and say, you know what, guys, this is just really about you not using a money that doesn't steal from you. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's an unregistered security. It doesn't matter that Bitcoin is clearly a commodity you know, that, you know, that can't happen either. Uh, We're not at that part of the movie yet. Uh, Maybe I'm a jaded, paranoid Bitcoiner saying that type of stuff. Uh, Maybe they're just holding, uh, you know, these exchanges in this industry to the same standards as the traditional financial system. We shall see what happens. But one thing's for sure. We're simply Bitcoin and we will stay on top of it. Anyways, Opti and Justin, I want to get your quick takes before we uh, move on to the uh, before we move on to the culture segment.
2: Yeah, well, before I get called a status by everyone in the audience, yeah. uh, you know... I do not want to cheer on, nor am I a fan of regulations, but we all know, as Bitcoiners, there is Bitcoin and there there is shitcoins. Like, I think this is a defining point in the story where we've been talking about this for a while and it is separating Bitcoin from crypto. And it's just absolutely hilarious to see all the shitcoiners out there being like, hey, bro, like we're all in this together. It's attacking the industry. And it's like, dude, we are not going to continue to give you cover so that you can scam people. There is Bitcoin and there's shitcoins. And Bitcoiners have been saying this for a long time, and we are not all in this together. Uh, if your shitcoin was really decentralized finance, uh, why are you so scared? Your shitcoin should not get wrecked here, but uh, it will because there is a foundation or a CEO or a corporation or a business that can't be shut down. So, you know, again, I've been saying it for a while and probably months now. I would not want to be holding shitcoins. And if you are... Today may be a good day to dump your bags and just go all in on Bitcoin and understand why we are all Bitcoin or simply Bitcoin. Um, and then on Gary Gensler, uh, we've been on this for a while and have gone back and forth on whether Gensler is a Bitcoin Maxi uh, or you know whether he's a friend or an enemy. But I think it's uh, it's becoming very clear that Gary Gensler is not our friend. He's a fiat Maxi. Uh, playing cover for the banks as far as I'm concerned, you know, this is my personal opinion, but I think we are all kind of waking up to the game because uh, it's becoming very clear that he is obviously playing a long game and I don't want to speculate on his intentions, but I think it's becoming very clear, especially considering that he did do an MIT class on, you know, on my blockchain. So he should be very aware of what's going on in the space, but Hey, uh, of course, he is an institution, and he does have to build a case. But to the point on uh, ETH being named here, it wasn't directly named a security but it was mentioned in this section here. Yeah, but
0: Ter- Terrence was specific no. about it. He said no. it was the staking. It was the staking.
2: I know, exactly. But uh, I think it's interesting to know that it is being mentioned here. Obviously, again, like Terrence was saying, it's very political. Of course, he's not going to go out and attack his friends that are probably holding ETH. But, uh, you know, what's a, I saw that Andreas Antonopoulos video this morning of uh, if the NSA or Fed coin was actually rolled out. And I, like, flippantly said, oh, it was it was called ethereum um anyways uh i don't know man it i'm not concerned uh what's the meme uh unmoisturized unfazed in my lane hodling bitcoin in cold storage this doesn't affect us we get cheaper sats and it's kind of to what terrence said i think this is um More signal and more receipts to the idea that the market is waking up and realizing that there's Bitcoin and there's shitcoin. And I think moving forward, this might be one of those defining moments where like, okay, this is finally where the separation of Bitcoin and shitcoin happened. So, you know, hey... I'd dump my bags if I had some heavy bags right now, but you know, I'm a Bitcoiner and you guys are saying I'm shilling my own bag, yada, 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 whatever. Uh,
0: yeah, and, is- and, and just to kind of, to add to Opti's point, right. Uh, you know, the, the vast, the vast majority of the world's wealth is in the United States. Uh, it's the world's richest country. Um, it, so, you know, if, if, you know, if, and I, and i think they will i don't think i don't think this regulation is going anywhere if you know if if big government does get its way um, you know the ability for these shitcoins to raise money and raise influence is going to be highly diminished um and at the same time i think what you're going to see is a lot a, a lot of these exchanges are going to flee overseas you know you have places like hong kong like you know opening up for business which is funny cuz the ccp is playing both sides right uh mainland china nah Bitcoin bad and Hong Kong. They're like, yeah, yeah, we could, we could, we could try to see how we can benefit from this. Um, so yeah, I, I, and you're already starting to see that. You, you saw, uh, you saw the announcement by Gemini, basically looking to uh, domicile their their uh, their derivatives exchange overseas or looking to places like Dubai. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I I I really mean what was said in the title. Uh, crypto will never be the same in the U.S. Uh, th- these are two. Very, very big precedence. Uh, These lawsuits are going to take a very, very long time. These are extremely well capitalized companies and they're not going to go down without a fight. Right. Uh, So we're going to see what happens. But at the same time, you know what Opti said, like I would hate to be in one of these cryptos that were mentioned in the lawsuit uh, it's, it's become very, very apparent how the government feels about them specifically. And not to mention, of course, we know how the Biden administration feels about the whole sector as a whole. I, the wording from Gensler at the end worries me a bit. Uh, it was extremely aggressive. Uh, the only digital currency that matters is the dollar. Right. So even if Bitcoin is not mentioned, uh, they're clearly making their position known on how they feel about uh about this movement. And this 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 sucks man. Like I I I hope that Bitcoin doesn't get caught in the crossfire. Uh you know, shitcoins give a bad name to Bitcoin. It it's always just tarnished it because people don't see the difference between the two. And of course, you know, as Christine Lagarde in the beginning was taking advantage of the fact that people are not knowledgeable on inflation, not knowledgeable on the fact that if you increase the money supply, you're obviously going to cause inflation. She was obfuscating it. So you know, it. I. I it, would it be a stretch to say that the government isn't going to do the same thing here, right? You know, that Bitcoin is a threat. You know, you're already hearing the words unhosted wallet, money laundering, terrorism, all the crazy buzzwords that they that they use to justify the taking away of your freedoms, right? Um, anyways, Justin, I want to get your quick take, and then uh, we're gonna to get to the culture, guys. This went a little bit long today in the news segment, but I feel like it was justified because these are two very, very big pieces of news. Coinbase and Binance have been sued by the SEC.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe to boil it down, just I think everything's good for Bitcoin. <laughs> so uh, I know I'm not scared. Um, and, you know, I, I, I do actually have a I, I kind of agree with Gensler on that one when he said we don't need more digital currencies. Um, you know, we have the existing digital political units <laughs> as as they coast down to zero and, uh, and we have Bitcoin. So. Uh, nothing more really is needed. He, he might be a little short on the Bitcoin part, but um, yeah, not, not a fan of, of government relations or government regulations and, and certainly government overreach, but regulators are, are going to regulate and I'm anti-scam. I'm a, a scam minimalist. And, you know, with respect to these actions, uh, in the words of your tip twin there, Nico, uh, I don't know, for me, I, I kind of love to see it. So, <laughs>
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Anyways, guys, this is the separation of money and state, and you want to make it over the finish line with your generational wealth, which is exactly why you have to store your generational wealth. You have to you can't write down your Bitcoin wallet backup. Uh, seed words and passphrases on paper you gotta you gotta punch it into steel this is the bit plates domino they're designed to preserve bitcoin wallet backup uh, backup seed words and passphrases it's easy to use it's very hard to destroy it's made from highly coercion resistant 316 marine grade stainless steel and it offers the ultimate protection against extremes of temperatures you could take advantage of the promo code simply To get yourself a 10% discount. Anything on the bitplates.com store. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the culture. We have a lot to talk about.
2: The Daily Culture.
0: All right, guys, I also want to tell you about Swan's new offer. Bitcoin is generational wealth and you can secure your bright orange future with the Swan IRA. Real Bitcoin, no taxes. Swan offers both traditional and Roth options to best fit your need. Create your IRA and start adding Bitcoin in less than one minute. Transfers and rollovers are available. Swan's Bitcoin experts will get you set up with no transfer fees and no minimum balance requirements. This is real Bitcoin, not an ETF or other derivative. Get the real thing and get it at Swan. Go to swan.com IRA for more details and, of course, If you have any questions, doubts, or concerns, you could always hit me up on Twitter. You could hit up Terrence. You send him a DM about the Swan IRA, and he will be happy to answer any questions you might add, you might have. And you can also, of course, hit me up on the Orange Pill app. Uh, Opti and I love getting all your messages there. We really appreciate all the love, and we do take the time to go through them. Anyways, Opti, uh, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, You know, I I also want to thank our guests. Thank you for for sticking it through. It It was a special episode. We had no idea the you know this crazy news was gonna drop in the morning right? We were just thinking, we're like, oh, we're just going to cover the Binance news. Nope. <laughs> Binance, then Coinbase. So really, really appreciate you sticking through with us. Uh, so uh, Opti, uh, what are we covering today, bro?
2: Yeah, let's go. So as I said in the beginning, uh, Justin came on, I think it was a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago. And uh, he's continuously, I think at the time we were covering all the anti-mining bills, but things have progressed since then. Um, so I don't know, Justin, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the anti-mining bills or- or the pro mining stuff that's been going on i'll give you the floor where you want to take this
4: sure well yeah we can do it we can do a quick recap but you guys have been covering covering it all uh really well and and uh, so don't want to repeat too much here but the good news is uh what you know what happened in texas i think we were talking about that last time the anti-mining legislation that was being proposed uh probably being supported and pushed by you know maybe the natural gas industry or the likes that aren't happy with competing against Bitcoin mining, uh, as a grid resource. And so there's, you know, anyway, the good news is, uh, it looks like it died the death that it deserved. And, and then, um, a pro Bitcoin mining bill was also, or not Bitcoin mining, but a pro Bitcoin, uh, bill was put in place as well. So Texas looks like it reoriented itself, uh, which is great news. Um, and then, you know, we had you guys covered this too the 30 uh, percent tax that was floated around on mining that died the death that it deserved. Uh, I think the good news or the, the, the nuance there was that the, the leading opponent of that, as far as I know, was Warren Davidson, a congressman out of Ohio, which is where I am. And, and we'll get to that in a second. But it's good to see there's um, there's there's congressmen, congresswomen, senators, that, uh, are willing to fight for, for this industry, for this technology and couldn't be, couldn't be more bullish in, in that regard. Uh, I think just to sum it up as well, or to, to end it here, um, you know, we have also seen the passage of right to mine bills in, uh, Montana and in Arkansas. And we're going to see probably a few more here, you know, state legislatures are, are, uh, Fickle organizations, and they they tend to just work a few months of the year, uh, maybe for the right reasons. You know, they're supposed to be average citizens representing their states. But uh, so there's a very compressed amount of time to get things done. So we might not see much more activity in this regard for the rest of the the year or the legislative sessions as they come to an end. But Certainly, uh, once they pick back up next year, we should uh, start to see some more real positive activity in that regard. And and yeah, uh, you know, do we need a bill to tell us it's okay to mine Bitcoin and it's our right? You know, no. Uh, but uh, it's always, I think it's it's helpful <laughs> at the, at least to have this positive momentum and to really start to draw a line in the sand in terms of. Uh, what rights we have to use electricity to to mine Bitcoin, to hold Bitcoin. And um, if, if boomers want to write it on paper, as you say, Opti, then then I'm happy to write, have them write that on paper than whatever else they might have had in mind. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the recap, I'd say. And then I don't know if you have any questions or clarifying well, thoughts on that. I Otherwise, just, uh... I got more to...
2: Yeah, you can continue to go, but I just kind of want to tee you up because you do work uh, at Standard Power. You also are an advisor at Satoshi Action Funds, and I just continuously have this question like, Um, Maybe I am stupidly bullish all the time, but it does seem like we are getting the political favor, like the winds going in our sails moving forward. And I know we have this news by the SEC, but I don't know. Maybe I am just naively optimistic, but it does seem like there is a change in the tone around Bitcoin, at least on a state level. And uh, I don't know. I'm just bullish for the future. It's like there still is some politicians out there that believe in their oath. So what do you uh, what would you think on that? And then also just. Take this where you want to go, bro.
4: Sure. Well, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, I'm really bullish. Uh, everything seems bright and rosy to me. <laughs> Could be the glasses. But, uh, you know, I'm working on my OPSEC. So I did a little console with Hodel Tarantula, and this was his suggestion. But, uh, um, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I, I got the sense. I get the sense, too, that there's definitely a shift in uh, momentum, I think, seeing that bill collapse in Texas seeing the, the tax on Bitcoin mining collapse, you know, right out of the gate, all very, very strong and positive. And, and uh, yeah, the conversation even around the environmental FUD, um, maybe, maybe I'm just tuning it out or, or <laughs> people have stopped sharing it with me, I don't know. But um, you know, we're starting, I think just the, the understanding of Bitcoin mining as a grid resource, you know, ex- the, the exact type of technology that we need to to build out our energy infrastructure, whether that's unreliable renewable generation, if that's your thing, or or nuclear generation, or maintaining and expanding our existing gas fleet and having them operate more optimally. I think people are starting to recognize the the power that Bitcoin mining as a technology and an industry uh, brings to the table and really kind of obviates a lot of the need for what, everyone else has been spinning their wheels on for the past couple decades. I used to be one of them. And so that has to, that has to matter. Uh, grid reliability matters. And, and the, the story is, is really starting to become crystal clear, at least to those that are paying attention and maybe didn't quite understand it, maybe thought it was greenwashing. Uh, I think they're, they're probably clicking over to say, okay, there's something real going on here. And then the ones that don't really, all they see is headlines they're probably starting to get the whiff that wait maybe maybe it's not really what i've been told it is maybe there is some benefits to to bitcoin mining so all positive uh you know it's reflected in the hash rate uh it's reflected in the the projects that are going up in states all over the country including where i'm at in ohio so i would like to touch on that just briefly but um yeah i'm with you opti it's uh full speed ahead
2: yeah man jump in on uh, what's happening in ohio
4: yeah. So, uh, I'm not, I'm at our site here in Conesville. Uh, well, I'm at my hotel room right now, but, uh, it's an old coal plant that's being torn down. It was one of the largest in the country and we're setting up shop right next to it at one of the largest interconnection points in the country. We got two major transmission lines coming in and, uh, we have 50 megawatts of immersion mining. That's, that's kind of being stood up right now. And so we just have, a. Uh, 1150 more megawatts to go to to build it out uh, we'll have air cooled mining uh water cooled mining we'll we'll be looking to uh extract the waste heat from the immersion and the water cooling to provide district heating to uh the nearby towns you know we're out here in rural america in ohio and uh you know just every <laughs> every positive aspect of bitcoin mining um it, I'm I'm proud to say is 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 a part of of our project here, and and really kind of distills down to rural revitalization, and um, you know I think Mike Mike probably still in the chat here he he coined a good term so I'm I'm taking it but uh, Renaissance 2.0 and so I'm kind of here at ground ground zero from uh, that perspective, in fact I just suggested that we name our uh, building that we just bought in in Coensville, uh Renaissance headquarters or renaissance hq so we'll see we'll see if that sticks um i haven't seen what my competition is in terms of other names but you just just really exciting uh you know you can throw around terms like 50 megawatts 100 megawatts or or what have you but when you get when you get up close to those big uh steel steel beams and cables and transformers and you know 60 megawatt transformers a, a really big transformer and 50 50 megawatts of immersion containers is is a lot of a lot of emerging containers and so uh, just seeing the scale the scale of this the breadth of this and you know you can even see the scale of the power plant that's being torn down i mean it's massive and uh you know just really excited to be a part of that any miners that are looking for capacity ohio is a great place no dust no uh heat and really Favorable political environment, and so really excited, and uh, can't wait to see how this town uh, starts to transform, you know, over the coming years and and even decades as this new this new base of industry uh, settles in, and and then you know, Bitcoin mining is just the 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 seed that everything else is going to germinate off of, and there's going to be a lot more to come, you know, once the coal plant's gone. Maybe we're going to be dropping a, a small modular nuclear reactor, you know, we'll be building out also, you know, it's just, it's going to be so exciting to see what comes next. So I'll yeah. I'll leave it there.
2: Absolutely bullish. Love to hear it. Yeah. Love to see it. Uh, It's almost like Bitcoin's taking over the world, guys. Uh, You might want to get some just in case it catches up because don't listen to the headlines because Bitcoiners are still winning. Uh, Nico, I know we're running late, but we have to get to the meme review today. Like, we have to. Yeah, 100%. All right, everybody. Let's get to the meme
0: review. Let's do it.
3: The Daily Meme Review.
0: Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Join their telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom
2: Racks. Kaboom. Kaboom. All right, guys. You already know the deal. This is the meme review. This is your favorite portion of the show. Have you heard of Kaboom Racks? Have you heard of Kaboom Racks? No, I haven't. You want to talk about it?
0: Yeah, you got to check out my racks. Kaboom
2: Racks. All right, guys. This is the meme review. Where you send us memes on Twitter, tag me on Twitter, send them into our Telegram group. I do my best to get as many of them on the show as possible. I also (laughs) find them on my own timeline, and so sometimes, you know, I am a dictator of the meme review. This is uncontentious at this point, but tweets are the bullets, memes are the artillery. We are in an information war, as you can tell. Uh, It's very important that we spread the message, whether through humor, whether through uh, mocking the corporate press, or (laughs) or whether getting calls of actions in short, palatable, bite-sized forms. Anyways, this first meme is by Maxi's Club, and there is no tweet here. It just goes, a Bitcoiner talking to a newer Bitcoiner, and it goes, not your keys, and he goes, not my keys, not your Bitcoin. He goes, not my Bitcoin. He goes, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. He goes, I leave my Bitcoin on exchanges, and then we got the baby Bitcoiner over here. He goes, noob, absolutely wrecked if you are leaving your Bitcoin on an exchange. Uh, as you can tell, there's a lot of blood in the water. I would take my Bitcoin in cold storage as quickly as possible. Anyways, this next meme is by the Bitcoin therapist. Shouts out to the therapist; he's actually ac- absolutely killing it. The Bitcoin maxis are always right, and he goes, "Bitcoin Maximus watching the SEC sue Binance." And I don't know what movie or show this is from, but they look like aristocrats looking down upon all you shitcoiners that are doing bad things by shitcoining. Do not shitcoin; it's bad for you. Anyways, this next meme is by Super Fat Arrow, and he's, it's actually a comment on NVK, uh, and he goes, uh, "Fuck the shit." and Brian for sandbagging Bitcoin for so many years, but seeing the state lose in court would be epic. And we got the um, Squid Games meme here where it's Bitcoiners looking at a button and it goes uh, on the one side, fuck Coinbase or fuck the state. Every Bitcoiner right now is like, ugh. Which one is it? Which one do I hate more? Okay, this next one is by uh, Smur for on Twitter. And he goes, I love the smell of Coinbase going bankrupt in the morning. And we got the Apocalypse Now uh, screenshot here. But it's got Gary Genster's head on it. And he goes, I love the smell of Coinbase going bankrupt in the morning. Absolutely wrecked. Okay, continuing on the theme of Binance and Coinbase getting absolutely wrecked. We got hoarding sats here, and he goes, Toxic toxic Maxis, we're right, again. And we got the Terminator with Gary Gensler's head on it and laser eyes, and we got the little girl under the desk, and it's CZ crying, absolutely terrifying. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. That's good. <laughs> All right, anyway, this next one is by our friend Selly. The, the Opti Filter. <laughs> <The Opti-filter. laughs> yeah, not so good. This last one, our next one is by uh, Don underscore T-Cell on Twitter, and it is the classic... Template of uh, you know, the mom playing with the daughter in the pool and the other son is drowning. And we got the mom being Gary Gensler and it's holding Dorian Nakamoto, and we got CZ drowning, and then we got at the very bottom of the ocean in davy Jones' lockers, uh, SBF just absolutely wrecked in a chair and is a corpse. Anyways, this next one is by Corey Clipson. Actually, it's taken from uh Fortune. And he goes, wow, well, maybe we can get a break from pump and dump scam marketing after all. And you can see here it is just a graph and it goes global venture capital, capital raised for crypto firms. And you can see it goes from 2018 to 2023. And uh, there was a very real trend of a lot of money being raised for VCs to basically pump and dump you. And in 2022 it was $21.6 billion. And then in twenty twenty. Twenty-three so far. Obviously, we're only halfway through the years. It's only been point five billion dollars. So maybe, uh, maybe the market is waking up to the fact that shitcoins are scams. They're designed to steal your Bitcoin. It is designed to fleece retail. It is Bitcoin, not
4: crypto. What happened to the use cases, man? Where the use cases? My
2: use go? case. My blockchain is going to control the world. Anyways, drop your meme review score in the chat. That way. And we will cover it live. But before we do that, Nico, before you hit the, the magical, magical music. Oh, wait. No. Do we give our meme? Um, I don't know. Anyway, my meme review score for today is uh, this fold pin of the honey badger. Ooh. And look, he don't care. Honey badger don't give a F. Look how cool he is. He's looking almost as cool as Justin over there. Look it up. Yeah. He don't care. I'm going to give it a little tiny Coca-Cola bottle. I think you. On oh, top of oh, I, was say, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I think you used that. I've changed it up
0: because it's a Coca. It's a it's a tiny Coca Cola bottle on top of a Buddha.
2: On top of Nico's head.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, those memes had me laughing. Uh, so I I just ripped a, a brand new pack of the Series Two um, Bitcoin trading cards. So I got a Genesis block is the rare. Uh, where's my camera? Shit. Oh no! All oh, right here, and then, uh, but actually, the real meme score is one I opened up last night. It's Corey Klipstein card. Oh, uh, it's Corey. 500. It's Corey dunking, and we probably need to add a Binance logo and a Coinbase logo up there. So, pretty excited
0: about this Corey one. called it. He's five for five. five Shitcoin five, Slayer
2: five, strikes again.
0: Five for five. He's not. He has not missed. Anyways. Before we get to everyone's meme scores, I want to give a shout out to our clothing sponsor, representltd.com. Opti and I wear the merch every single day. Opti's wearing the classic Bitcoin merch and check it out. It's like an angel baby with a Bitcoin bag and an AK-47 only on representltd.com. I'm wearing the classic Simply Bitcoin hoodie. You can get all this stuff just go to here. in fact i'll make it easy for you scan the qr code on your screen it will literally take you to the website where you can get a simply bitcoin represents classic snapback hat all you gotta do just scan the qr code on your screen anyways uh before we get to the meme scores we gotta cue the epic music here we go Bitcoin for Canadians. I give the memes Bitcoin pumping even without the shitcoin exchanges. Elaine, score. Shitcoiners finally awakened, but Bitcoin <laughs> yeah. and became Psycho Maxis. Very nice. Very nice. Phil C. I give the memes no shitcoins left for the 2025 bull run. We can only hope. Chrissy Lagarded coming for Opti, kidnapping and waterboarding your ex boyfriend at the Bitcoiner Gitmo until he's not your ex anymore. <laughs> kiss. I give them Charles Hodgkinson and CZ being cellmates.
2: Nice. All right. Uh, maybe there's more coming in, but the buzzer came. Buzzer. Oh wait, Buzzer. hold on, hold on, hold on. One more, one more, last T-Sally, one.
0: sally Cz gives those memes a f you, Gary. Fuck <laughs> Gary. Fuck <Bug> Gary. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Gary. Anyways, guys, thank Thanks. you so much for joining us. Another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. I want to give a very special shout out to our guest, Justin. Thank you so much for joining us. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the interwebs?
4: Yeah, well, I have a reasonable Twitter following i'm working on it nico so you can call me out next time uh I was on twitter me 5 and uh also on orange app so you can find me there i like to use that and then just real quick if you're in the charlotte area we're having a competition to uh win half of the remaining bitcoin from the competition down at bitcoin miami there nico and uh we're gonna be having a party in charlotte on saturday uh, from two to four so if you're in if you're in the in uh, the area we'd love to have you out and we'll see what we can do so thanks again, guys.
0: Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us, man. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We, If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash that like button. Consider subscribing if you feel like we No, I already said that. Anyways, share the content. Help push the peaceful Bitcoin revolution forward. What a crazy, you know, every week I'm like, we're going we're gonna to run out of things to talk about. But the news cycle, the news cycle just keeps on giving. Maybe, maybe when we win uh, this thing, maybe Opti and I will be at a job, out of a job. But until then, <laughs> and I feel like it's going to be a long and tumultuous road to get there. Uh, you know, guys, we're your source you want the news. Um, Anyways, we love you all. We'll see you tomorrow, 1215 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live.